Shalom and welcome everyone to the Universal Garden of Emuna. I'm Yonatan Gal-Ed, you are beautiful people, and we are here in the holy city of Jerusalem in the Chut Shel Chesed Yeshiva, directed by our beloved spiritual guide and teacher, Rabbi Shalom Arush, who is the author of this amazing work of art. And I'm so happy to be here with you. How are you doing? What's up, docs? <laughs> Everything's okay? This is wonderful that we can meet and grow together and learn amazing things that from your mails we, we get the message that it's starting to open doors because when a person, we're just in the beginning, it's like we're just touching you know, the subject, it's just the introduction, but when a person decides he wants to elevate himself, he wants to do more with his life, doors start to open in front of him. It's amazing. Also, there's tests, there are kind of situations where he can, you know, lose his temper. It's just a, you know, just a test to see if you're serious in what you want to achieve or more or less. And if it's more or less, you have to decide that you want, you want to work on yourself. And that's amazing. That's what we're here for, to be better. So I'm very happy to be here with you. And we have a little joke. You know, we, we start always with a little joke to have a, to have a smile on our, on our faces. So this is a question. It's a dad joke. A dad joke is a bad joke that sounds not so worse and not, not so bad as a, as a bad joke, I think. I think that's the definition. Okay. What do you call a bear with no teeth? What do you call a bear, Alex? A bear with no teeth. A gummy bear. <laughs> of course, a gummy bear. You like gummy bears, right? Yeah, they're very tasty. All kind of colors. Well, anyway, we've got our teeth. We want to use them to speak words of Emuna. We want to change. We want to have a better life. So, we have an amazing teaching today, in my opinion. First of all, I want to tell you, in the end of the class, we will announce the winner of this week. Yeah, we have a raffle every week, and we've got a winner, someone that, uh, you know, writes in the comment section below, right there. If you write a comment, you enter also the raffle. If you send jokes to our mail at Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot Jokes, yeah, J-O-K-E-S, of course, at gmail.com. And you can write letters to yonatan.emuna, that is E-M-U-N-A, yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot emuna, at gmail.com. And we like your mails, but it's very important to write comments also below, because they enter our raffles. And, okay, we have a lot to do, you know, Still working on my English, so be patient, you know. You know, sometimes a few words in Hebrew or Spanish escape there, so nothing. Be relaxed. If there's something I'm repeating, an error, please send it to me in mail. I'll try to change, okay? Okay, anyway, let's continue. We are in the book, The Universal Garden of Emuna, and we're in page, we're starting page 48. We need to finish page 47. We talked about... Last time we talked about the obsession to win an argument. People that all the time say, I'm always right. They always want to be the one that is right. Now, it doesn't matter if they speak the truth or if they're wrong. They 
all the time have this need to feel that they are right, that they win in any argument. Now, each and every one of us has it in a certain amount, but this can ruin our lives. And especially the people that are 100% having this terrible uh, trait. Because a person that cannot admit the truth, even when it hits him in the face, he can lose everything. Because we have arrived to this world with a mission to find the truth and to live according to the truth and spread the truth and make this world a, a better place. And if what's important to us is to win any argument and always be right, so we'll never see the truth. We can step on the truth and we can even convince ourselves that we are right and live in a total lie. So that's a very important thing we talked last, the last year, the last class. And now we want to talk about is there any proof, a proof of emuna? Emuna, we said, is the simple, honest, pure faith in the creator of the universe. That he is one and only, and he runs the show. <laughs> he runs the world, and he does everything for the best, as we will learn. But is there a proof that I should invest my time, my, my, my talents, my energy, in this thing? Is there proof that Emuna is true? Who said so? Because you say so. Everybody believes the truth. He's the owner of the truth, right? So let's talk about Emuna right now as spirituality. Real spirituality. Should I invest in spirituality or not? Let's look at it this way. It'll be easier. So let's see what it's written here. At the end of the page, page 47, proof of Emuna. A person doesn't have to be a genius to prove Emuna. That relaxes me, Alex. You know, I don't need to be a genius. That's already, that's a good thing to start with. A person doesn't have to be a genius to prove Emuna. Only a desire to see the truth. That's what we said. A real desire to see the truth. And even if I think I found the truth and suddenly I... I, I noticed that it's not the truth. I have to admit, I was wrong again. Nothing happened. I'm a truth seeker. Nothing happened if I was wrong. You have to be wrong time and time again until you reach the truth. It's okay. It's part of this journey. If you can reach the truth in the first time, great for you. I'm happy for you. But even inside the truth, there's certain things that you need to, to search and see. If they are part of this truth you found, or maybe not, there are things that need to be clarified, and it's okay. So, a person doesn't have to be a genius to prove a Muna, only the desire to see the truth. He must shed any obsession to just justify his preconceptions and be willing to listen rather than argue. To listen, to listen, it's good to listen. I've got ears behind the pace, you hear? <laughs> I've got ears. I need to listen also. We all need to listen then it's possible to prove the truth in one of two ways. Let's see. There's the negative way. Sometimes, as with mathematics, 
and science, one cannot prove that a given result is true. So what, what does one do? I can prove that something is, truth, is true. Then one begins a process of elimination to verify what isn't true. If I can find out what isn't true, I might be able to reach the one thing that I can prove is not true, and perhaps that's the truth. So, result A, not true. Result B, not true. Result C, not true. And so forth. And then we finally arrive at a single result that we cannot prove is untrue. Oh, that's good. That's good. We have something to work with. Sure, although we can't prove its veracity from a positive approach, the fact that we know that all the other results could be proven untrue, then, in a negative way, we prove that this result is true. Okay, that's one way to do it. Worldly. Now, let's see. In our subject, we want to prove that real spirituality, in our case, Emuna, is the truth. What do we have to do in a negative way? Let's see. Worldly, worldly things can be proven easily. Any one of them that a person would choose to devote his life to it, anything you would want to devote your life for, and it's a, it's a worldly thing, we can prove that it's untrue. What does it mean? We can prove that, okay, you want to do something very important. That's great. But let's see if this is something that it's worth dedicating your entire life to without doing anything else. Let's see. So, worldly things can be proven easily. Any one of them that a person would choose to devote his life to is not truth. For what would you say? That the ultimate purpose to life is to invest in something finite? That is something that will be finished in, a, in, in one second? In one moment, something that is finite, which will one day terminate. Anything that is worldly, one day ends. Now, you can say, that's life, that's the world, well, what do you want? Okay. But if I can find something that could stay forever, that doesn't have an expiracy date, that's, that might, might be something worth investing in. Let's see. There can therefore be no ultimate purpose in pursuing anything of a material and or finite nature. Because something that ends in some moment and I devoted my entire life to and then in one day it disappears, then what did I do? What was this, all of this effort for? Is there something better to invest my, my purpose in? Rabbi Aru says this, but emuna, emuna, the true, true spirituality, it's impossible to prove that emuna is not true, he says. Why? Because emuna, it's, in its definition, is something that is everlasting. We need to see how. Okay, but first, if the definition is that, it already, already takes it out of the category of other things that are mundane. So using the negative approach, we conclude that Emuna is true. If we define it this way, 
Every person must, must assess him or herself. Do you want the truth? It's a question someone, everyone has to ask himself. Do you want the truth? What are you doing and where is your life going? What is the purpose that you're living for? Where do you invest your talents and resources, your aspirations and your life? In what? For what? Do you feel like you're accomplishing your mission on earth? A new day is a day worth living? Really? Or just let's, okay, let's make more money and more money. And okay, one day, one day the money is taken from the man. Or the man is taken from the money. <laughs> one of the two. Is that your purpose? If you're true to yourself, you can easily prove that many things around you are not true. And that's something every person needs to do by himself, for himself. Go from item to item in this world and you'll find that they're not truth. Because they end in a certain moment. They're, they don't have... They're, they're finite. There's something that, you know, you invest so much and then it ends. So, what did I work so hard for? Is this something that will stay? That can go on and on? That's something that's going to be really worthy to invest in. So, Rabbi Aru says, go from item to item in this world and you'll find that they're not truth. But when you get to Amuna, you won't be able to prove by any method that it's not truth. As a goal to invest in. If the definition of Amuna is, as we will see, if I can prove that it's true, then it's something that is everlasting. It's something that will never be taken away from me. Something that I invest my powers, my talents in it, and it's mine forever. That's something that it's worth the effort. So Rabbi Aru says, go ahead, try. Try to prove that Amuna is not true. Try. So this may sound to people, ah, what are you talking about? Ah, I can, uh, what are you talking about? What are you saying to me? Because I can say that, okay, being a doctor, that's a big thing. It's helping others, bringing, you know, happiness to families. No one says you don't need to do it. But should that be the purpose of your existence? That's the question. It's not saying, don't do nothing, you know, be in a cave the entire day. I'm not saying that. Helping people. You're a scientist, you're a doctor, whatever you do, you clean streets and people feel good about it and you, you bring them a smile, you, they go to a clean street, doesn't matter. It's not an important job or not important job. We don't give, you know, we don't qualify, this, this is better, this is... The question is, is that my purpose in life? Because a lot of time you ask a person, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. What, are you doing what, what do you do in life? What do you do? He tells you, I'm a lawyer. So you say, wow, that's great. But I ask what, what, you, what you're doing in life, what you do. He said, I told you, I'm a lawyer. Or I'm a, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a constructor. I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. 
I'm an artist. That's great. But I ask what you do in life. What is your purpose in life? Not what's your job. Not what you're working at or where. Listen to the question. What do you do in life? What you're doing with your life? What is life for? We have, we have spoken about this. You can be a doctor. You can be a scientist. You can be a pianist. I don't know. But are you living your purpose? Are you investing in not only your future, your eternity? And also you're a doctor. Also you're a pianist. Also you're, I don't know what, a basketball player. But are you living the purpose of life? I don't know what the purpose of life is. Okay, so let's learn. You can choose. But if you understand that you don't, that you don't know the purpose of life, that, is, that thing is shouting to you, find out. Because <laughs> no one can say that being a basketball player, a football player, or a rocket scientist, it's a purpose in life. It's a good project in my life. It's an important thing. But to say that's the purpose of life? So you don't know the purpose of life? Try to find out. Search for the truth. Why you're a doctor? Why you're a lawyer? But search for the truth. So you will find out that any worldly thing can't be, can't be a goal for your mission in life, your true mission in life. It can't define you, define you. So that's one thing. That's a negative way. What's the positive way? Open your mouth. What does it mean? Let's see. We see that with a negative approach, we can certainly arrive at the conclusion that emuna is truth. The spirituality is truth because it's something that is everlasting. Something that you invest in something that will never end. So that's one thing. But that's not enough. That's not enough as a proof. Because well, one person will say, no, yes, okay. Even if a person concludes that this entire world is folly, it will be making progress. But he could, he could still be in darkness, in spiritual darkness. He could ask, if all the world is false, then what is true? Okay, understood. The entire world is false. This is not worth all my, my, my investments and all my energy and my health. Okay, so what, what is? I understood that this not and this is not. This can't be called a purpose. This can't be called a purpose. Okay, it's a job, an important job, a very good job, helping others, helping my family, great. But can you define it as my purpose? No. So what is the purpose? A person can say, okay, so there's no purpose in life. Why should I live for? Let's just eat, sleep, and I don't know, other stuff, you know. So, it's still not enough. If all the world is false, then what is true? He might acknowledge that Amuna is truth, but he hasn't yet internalized it in his heart. What does one do if despite all the proof in the world, he still doesn't believe? And a lot of people say that, feel that, think that. 
This brings us to the second way of proving that Amuna is truth. What? Something very simple. It might sound weird at the beginning, but if you put it to the test, you will see wonders. Listen carefully. <laughs> this brings us to the second way of proving that Amuna is truth. To turn to the Creator and speak to Him with simple innocence. Speak to Him and to ask Him to show that He is listening. King of the universe, I can't see you. Can't see you. <laughs> but if you're out there, I need a proof. Help me to believe in you. If this is true, that you created this entire universe, this entire world, so a person of flesh and blood like me will get to know you, will get to, to, to feel you, to speak to you, to acknowledge your existence, then help me. Help me see it, feel it. Give me a proof. Help me. Speak to him in your own words. Yeah. Ask him to show you that he's listening. Even if someone who lacks a moon in his heart and thinks that no one is listening to him and thinks that he'd be crazy if he speaks to the thin air. <laughs> who am I speaking to? People think I'm crazy. So today no one would think you're crazy. You can put a Bluetooth in your ear and speak whatever you want. People think you're speaking with your wife or your friends. So no worry about that. So no one would think you're crazy. But still, I feel I'm crazy. I'm, I'm speaking to thin air. Well, what's going on here? So you need to know. Even if you think you're crazy. Even this, this person feels he speaks to the thin air. Even if he makes a heartless appeal to the creator he doesn't believe in. But he honestly, if this person honestly wants to know the truth, he can still turn to the creator. Don't say, I'm not believing in him, so this won't work. Yeah, do it. Just do it. Turn to him. I'm not without faith. Let's try it out. But don't try it out to see how it fails. Try it out open-minded with the will of seeing if something is happening here. Let's see. Turn to the Creator. And this person should say, Creator, if you're real, I want to believe in you because I want the truth. If you are true, I want to believe in you. I want to get to know you if you truly exist. Now, I know that I am incapable of seeing you, but I want you to, to do, what I'm going to ask you is to do certain things that will show me that you hear me, that I can connect with you. I want you to do such and such. Please do this for me. Now, don't ask him, you know, like to, I don't know, sink the entire, entire uh, I don't know, sink Europe <laughs> or I don't know. Things that have to do with your life. Things that you feel that are stuck in your life. That everything you tried doesn't move it. Your relationship with your wife, your boss, your mother-in-law. Whatever you, you feel stuck in, ask him to do it. Don't say, no, I want to replace the president. I want this team to win. And Don't exaggerate because you're still not Moses. But start from little things that around your life. Start with that first. So tell him, I can't see you, 
but I want you to do certain things that will show me that you hear me. I want you to do such and such. Please do this for me. Now, even if at first I'll think it's a coincidence, ultimately, I'll have to acknowledge that this is truth and that you hear me. Help me. Send me examples that will show me that things I asked for were answered. And even if in the beginning I would say, nah, that's coincidence, and now that was going to happen anyway, at the end, after one, two, three, four, five times, I will start seeing there's a pattern, a pattern here, there's something's happening here. It will give me the strength to search for you more, to study more, to learn more. Ask the Creator to help you in an area that you've had prolonged difficulty with. Then, when things suddenly work, work out, you'll know it's Him. Because until today, nothing moved in that area. Suddenly, after you spoke to Him, something changed. Be a man. Be a woman. The women be a woman and the men be a man. And acknowledge that it's the Creator doing it for you so you can believe in Him. Then, when things suddenly work out, you'll know it's Him. That by virtue of your prayers, things changed. Speak to the Creator. That's the way. Start speaking to the Creator. No one needs to see you. Do it in your car, in a park, in, 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 in I don't know, in a room where there's no one, you know, turn on off the phone. Go to the roof of a building. Go to the forest. Have a nice, you know, nice time alone. Take, you know, something to drink, to eat, and work on yourself, on your spirituality. Work on yourself. And you will see. Speak to the Creator. Don't give up until He helps you to believe in Him and to get to know Him. And there are millions of people in the world that did it. And they're living by it. Follow this path and you'll see a Muna with your own two eyes, with your own two eyes. If a person sincerely desires the truth, to believe in and to get to know the Creator, you will see, He will listen to every word you say and fulfill your requests, helping you to believe in Him. So that's, this might sound a little, you know, mystical and wow, what are you talking about? I want proofs, show me now, open the, the heavens and show me. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> that's why it's called faith. A leap of faith. Emuna is something you need to reach yourself with your own work. There's a lot of proofs that God exists, a lot of proofs, but we want something personal. And there's actually, in the first chapter, a story about Rabbi Arush himself, that he did just that. And maybe we'll read it another time, maybe next time, to see a few examples of how to do it. A nice example of how to do this. But the homework of this week is to do this practical idea. Take a little time off, beginning your day, at the end of the day, in the afternoon, go to a park, go to a nice, relaxed place, turn on your cell phone and your other cell phone and the third cell phone you probably have and just be peacefully looking towards the sky 
and start speaking. Start telling your Father in Heaven that you believe in Him or not. But if you're a truth seeker, tell Him, I want to search for the truth. If you exist and you can hear me, you can, you're listening to me, show it to me. In things in my life that are stuck. And express yourself. Tell Him in this and that. Help me with that. And do it time after time until you see a change. And you will see a change. If you're honest with yourself, if you truly search for the truth, you will see it will work. And one of the things I'm asking you, my good friends, is to write us. In the comment section below, you can say, it worked, it didn't work, it's okay, feel free. We're not scared of anything. We want to search for the truth. We're here together in this. Write us and we will try to work with this together until we can reach the next level and start working about Amuna and see how it can change our life, our daily life, from one point to the other, completely. From complete darkness to a beautiful light. And now, I want to announce the winner of this week. And it's a lady, and she's called Veronica Port. Veronica Port that didn't write us where she's from, but I hope she's from a nice place. <laughs> and uh, you want a book? You want the book, The Universal Garden of Muna, not this one, that's mine, sorry. But, you know, our team will send you your book. You just have to write us at yonatan.emuna at gmail.com and we will send you the book. And please write us that you received it. And all the other friends that write us in, in the comment section, don't worry. I'm sure one of these days you will also win. But the biggest prize is that we're learning Emuna. We're going to change our life and we're going to change this world forever. If we do this work, this is amazing. This is really what our souls needs, And it's our mission on earth. So together we'll find out how to do it, how to make it happen. And until we see this world corrected, rectified, we wish you all the best and we hope to see you next week with a big smile and really just all the best things that you can have. We wish you to have it and especially Amuna. That's the biggest prize. So till next time, goodbye from Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, the holy city.